Hey guys, it's Elena. Welcome back to 20-something. This is the podcast where we talk about how to thrive in your 20s, everything from career to investing to health and wellness to beauty to social life to relationships, all of the above. I'm starting this podcast because I hope to be able to bring value to an audience of people, um, especially girls similar to myself. I don't know who else is like this, but during the pandemic, I listened to a horrendous amount of podcasts. I go on an hour walk every day and probably listen to at least one or two podcasts within that time and accumulated a lot of information and advice from people who are high performers in various areas, took notes on a lot of it, retained a lot of it, implemented some into my life. Some worked, some didn't. So I hope to relay a lot of that information to you as well as um, what I've learned from my own experiences. This is definitely also going to be an outlet for me to express and organize my thoughts. I love to talk, so this will be fun. Um, A little bit about me. I just graduated from business school. I'm 22. Um, I finished my HBA at one of the top business schools in Canada called Ivy Business School, and I'm going into a career in management consulting. So I I studied finance and business throughout undergrad, so naturally have an interest um, in finance and investing, that whole world. But apart from that, I this other part of me is extremely interested in health and wellness. I suffered from an eating disorder when I was 19, Um, And that sent me down this journey of like wanting to learn everything that I possibly could about health and wellness, how to take care of your body, your body and your mind, both of which are extremely connected, which we'll talk about later. Um, So interest kind of all over the place. And we're going to talk about all of that. The first thing that I'm that we're going to start off with um, is the power of routines and what kind of routines I personally have implemented in my life and have become pillars in my day that you can too. So we are going to cover everything from morning routines, evening routines, um, weekly habits, monthly and year end routines as well, all of which I think are important. Humans naturally are creatures of habit. So having a routine I have found can bring a lot of clarity into an otherwise chaotic life or a chaotic day. I love something that Ed Milet says, which is that if you can control the first 30 and the last 30 minutes of your day, you are increasing the chances that you will have control over what happens in the middle. That is why so many people talk about morning and night routines as the pillars, because it's the very start and the very end of your day, um, which again are, are really just like pillars that can ground you on either side. I'll start off with my morning routine. Um... I personally, when I wake up in the morning, my golden rule is no phone or laptop, absolutely zero screens, the first 30 minutes after I wake up. Um, blue light can really mess with your body's ability to naturally wake wake itself up. I've also found that I experience so much less stress if I live the first 30 minutes of my day on my own terms um, without looking at my phone. Because if you imagine, if you wake up and you're, the first thing you do is you grab your phone and you're looking at texts or emails coming in or you're scrolling on Instagram, you're immediately starting your day in a reactive state as opposed to a a proactive state. You're basically responding to everybody else around you and what they want, your text from your mom, from your boyfriend, from whoever the fuck else. First thing in the morning, 
Um, so you're immediately giving up your sense of control in the morning. That's why I, f- I find that it's so important and makes such a massive cha- difference in my mental health to not look at my phone the first 30 minutes when I wake up. Um, I set th- the alarm I have on my phone is the if you go into Apple, you can like set your wake up time to this super calming meditative like nature sounds um wave type vibe it's so relaxing to wake up in the morning so i set that one early so it doesn't spike my cortisol first thing in the morning it just wakes me up like in a very soothing way and then i have a real alarm like that classic like apple alarm 20 minutes after so that in case i sleep through the calming one i have the real alarm 20 minutes after that wakes me up to make sure i'm not late for whatever i have going on that day I immediately make my bed. Um, It's honestly just easiest to do it right when you wake up in the morning and not procrastinate and it makes you feel like you got something done ASAP. I go to the bathroom. I splash my face with cold water. This is really good for your skin. So first of all, it wakes you up to get a bit of a jolt of cold water and cold water closes your pores. So hot water opens your pores for if you're doing like um, some kind of exfoliating scrubber like washing your face hot water will open your pores so you can get all the dirt out but cold water closes your pores and makes your skin like tighter um and more glass like so I do that first thing in the morning and then I hydrate so I have a massive like one of those huge starbucks tumblers it's probably a liter or a liter and a half that I keep next to my bed I take it to the bathroom with me um and I chug water first thing when I wake up because your body gets dehydrated as you're sleeping so it's important to drink first thing when you wake up in the morning and then not every day but I would say most days the clothes I change into first are workout clothes I'm someone who loves to work out in the morning I'm just so exhausted by the end of the night I don't have the energy to do it later on so I try to fit in my workout I go to the gym on my way to campus so I put in on my workout clothes immediately and pack my outfit for the day in my bag to change into later Um, I'm a coffee person through and through. I grew up Bulgarian. So like Eastern European culture is coffee culture. And I like, I breathe espresso, but still I try to give myself at least an hour in the morning for my body to wake up naturally before making coffee. Um, because if you drink coffee like ASAP, when you roll out of bed, you're, you're not giving your body the chance to actually wake it up naturally. So I wait at least an hour. I drink a lot of water during that time. And then I make my coffee. But when I finally do get to make my coffee, I swear it's the highlight of my day. I love making my coffee in the morning. It's, I look forward to it so much. It's such a source of joy. I have one of those like big espresso machines. Um, I forget the brand. I'm trying to look it up. I think it's the Breville one. It's like a big red espresso machine. And I love just like taking a few minutes, taking my sweet ass time to make my espresso in the morning. I like grind the beans and like put the little handle thing in um and and brew it myself and even just the smell is like so heavenly in the morning so that's one of the best parts of my day I don't have breakfast in the morning I do um a very relaxed form of intermittent fasting so I don't eat breakfast in the morning I usually um just have coffee and water until like 11 or 12 or whenever I'm hungry usually after my workout um I have in the morning I typically have my bag and my stuff already packed from the day before usually before I go to bed at night I like pick out my clothes pack my bag get everything ready so when I wake up in the morning after I've done my coffee water skincare all of that um I grab my bag and I go on a walk to the gym 
So my gym is like 25 minutes away. So walking to the gym is a super nice warm up where I also get some like fresh air and vitamin D if it's sunny, which is not often because I live in Canada. But I walk to the gym, hit a workout, and then I usually go to campus right after. Or if I don't feel like the gym that day, I do Pilates at home. I typically um, switch between doing three things. So my split is like legs at the gym, glute focused, and then a day where I do Pilates at home, mainly like core and ab work, um, and then another gym day where I do upper body. My favorite things to train upper body are like back and biceps, and then maybe walk on the treadmill or something, but my workout splits not that crazy. Like any girl, like pretty much go between booty and abs the whole time. That's my morning routine. Um, now switching over to my evening routine. So pretend we just like fast forwarded through my entire day. Evening routine is actually very similar to my morning routine. Again, people are like creatures of habit. So I love having things that I go back to every day. So again, the same way I do no phone 30 minutes after I wake up, I do no phone the last 30 minutes before I go to bed. And I take that time to do my evening routine. Um, I leg drain every single day without fail for 15, 10 to 15 minutes. If you don't know what leg drain is, it's like when you lay, basically you lay down on the ground on your back and you put your legs up against a wall. Kind of like how little, I feel like little kids do this a lot just for fun, but you lay down, put your legs up against a wall and it drains your legs. I stay there for like 10 to 15 minutes. It's picture like not exactly, but same kind of idea as lymphatic drainage. Basically because of how gravity works, I'm not in science, so don't ask me exactly how this works, but since you're laying down and your legs are elevated, it drains the fluids out of your legs. Um, and it leaves you feeling so much lighter. Because obviously during the day, especially if you're walking around a lot of your training legs, you're dragging the fluids like down towards the ground. It's They're accumulating in your, in your feet. So by leg draining, you basically reverse it and you drain all the excess fluid out of your legs. So like sometimes if your feet are swollen after a long day of walking in heels, this can help relieve it. In general, I just feel like so much lighter um, and like bouncier when I when I'm done this. And since I'm just laying there for 10 to 15 minutes, I take that chance to I'll either play like relaxing music or do a guided meditation. So if I have music on in the evening, I love again something that's gonna calm me down and wind me down before bed, like bossa nova or jazz. If you look up on Spotify, there are so many nice like jazz music playlists. Um, or even like super long, basically podcast episodes. So it'll be like an hour and a half of bossa nova and like waves playing in the background, just something like super chill like that or a guided meditation. Um, I love Mimi's guided meditation. So if you know who Mimi Bouchard is, she is a meditation teacher who has an app called superhuman and her meditations on there are actually amazing. I really, really recommend them. And they're, they're short and also easy to listen to. So I might throw one of those on as I'm doing my leg drain. Once I do that, I do my skincare. So again, like any girl, I absolutely love my skincare in the evenings. Um, I usually keep the music playing in the bathroom as I'm doing this, like something feminine that gets me feeling like a divine feminine empress, goddess, etc. all of the above. Um, my skincare also includes doing, what's it called? Not gua sha. Um, jade rolling. So I have one of those rose quartz jade rollers and 
like the silly little jade rollers that I swear like I don't even know if it works but it's it's very calming that you kind of roll on your face and again um gets all the puff out and then I do my skincare my the actual products I use in my skincare routine changes I'd say every probably every six months like when I run out of products I very very rarely repurchase them unless I'm obsessed so I'm still on a journey of like trying out different products and figuring out what I like. So I do my skincare, I do my jade roll, brush my teeth, da 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 da. Um, and then the last thing I do is I journal. Uh, journaling is something I have done every single day, almost every single day without fail since I was since I was in high school. I think I started when I was 18. I'm 22 now, so going on four years, and I don't plan on giving it up anytime soon. Um, I have a stack of journals in my room, all full because I've gone through so many. But my non-negotiable is before bed, I sit down, I take my journal and a pe- like actual paper to pen, and I write down the heading today. I am grateful for dot dot dot, and I write the date, and then I write ed- in bullet form at least three things that I'm particularly grateful for that day or that little things that happened in the day that made me happy it can be anything um and sometimes I struggle to think of three others like the the pen is just like flowing and I can't stop and I'll write like 15 whatever I'm feeling but I I do it every day without a doubt and it can be little things like sometimes it's like oh like someone I don't know like smiled at me on my way to class other times it's bigger things like specific accomplishments um, that I just wrapped up that I'm proud of myself for or even general things I'm grateful for not related to that date like I'm grateful for my friends and family or things more specific to that Um, but it essentially I find that it programs my mind to go to bed thinking positive thoughts it like physically removes any kind of negativity from my mind before I go to bed so that my mind is clear as I'm sleeping um and the last thing I was thinking about before I go to bed are all the things that I'm grateful for that make me happy I this habit has has changed my life it has been a pillar um and that's why I've been so obsessed I have not given it up for the past four years and do not intend to anytime soon once I'm done that I go into my bedroom And if I can't fall asleep, I read in bed until my eyes are tired. So again, I would rather die than scroll on my phone before I go to bed. There's just no way I'd be able to fall asleep after that. Um, And I feel like it would reverse all the work I did to try to program my mind for positivity. So I read. I usually keep a a book or two by my bed and I'll just read until my eyes are tired. Um, I tend to alternate between self-help books and fiction. So... I some of my favorite books are are self-help. I'll talk about these later, but like The Power of Now, um The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. What else is good? Think and Grow Rich, The Secret, things like that are the self-helpy books. Um and then every now and then I'll read fiction too. So right now I'm reading I'm doing I'm rereading The Sun Also Rises. I also just recently read The Alchemist. Um and the one I've just started is called Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. So it's a, kind of like an autobiography by some a guy who was a stock operator for like his entire life for like 50 years. Um, takes place primarily in the, in the 1920s and 30s. So really interesting book that one of my profs recommended to me. 
and it's it's good but not the most I find it's not the most relaxing read before bed honestly sometimes like lighter self-help books about wellness or like fiction sometimes is easier to read before bed because it doesn't make you think too much um and then I pass out I'm pretty lucky I have no trouble sleeping I knock out like a baby within like 20 minutes because I'm usually so tired from the day that's it for my evening routine um and again the, the morning and evening routine are all that comprise my daily routines a couple other things I wanted to touch on are weekly, monthly, and end of year things. So these aren't so much as, not as much routines, more like habits, things that I do kind of automatically at the end of each week, month, and year. Weekly ones, um, some lifestyle things is I clean my house on Fridays. So that gives me something active to do. Like after a long week of staring at my laptop um, for school or for work on Friday, I like shut off the screens and get up and clean my house so I vacuum and clean the bathroom and the kitchen and all of that um and it also gets the house super clean in case I have friends over for the weekend which is super helpful on Sundays I do a self-care night so typical self-care Sunday um I which means I do my laundry I'll do a little self-care night so like face mask usually paint my nails do a hair mask um all those kinds of things that I that take too much time for me to do in the week, I do on weekends while I'm listening to a podcast or watching a movie and it's a really nice way to wind down and just relax and spend some time with yourself at the end of a weekend. On Sundays, I also plan my upcoming week. Um, This is crucial for me. So for me, my week starts on Monday and goes until the Sunday and I sit down on Sundays and plan my entire week to a T. I personally use Evernote. Um, I love it. It's a free app you can install on your phone and on your laptop that syncs and it's it's just a notes app with a couple of cool templates so I'll sit down and plan okay from Monday to Sunday what days do I have what classes do I have what meetings what things are due in what time blocks am I working on what assignments or other projects outside of school Um, when do I have social commitments plans dinners workouts like I'll say okay Tuesday I'm doing legs at the gym Wednesday I'm doing Pilates at home da 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 I plan absolutely everything because that way I make sure that I have time for everything that I need to in the week and everything gets done and I never miss anything anything extra that I can't fit into my like weekly agenda goes into my reminders app so I don't forget it I love the notes and the reminders app um on iPhone and iOS they're lifesavers So I plan my week on Sundays. I do my self-care. The other thing that I do on a weekly basis is, and this is something I've started recently, I take myself out on a date once a week. So um, a date with myself can be taking myself to a coffee shop to read for a few hours or taking myself to a coffee shop to do work there on my laptop. Um, It can be taking a walk to Starbucks. It can be literally taking myself out to a nice dinner by myself. Um, it can be taking myself out shopping, just like window shopping or browsing around for skincare or clothes, whatever else. Um, but this is a habit that I have loved picking up. The reason I figured it would be good to start is that I'm now that I've recently graduated school, I'm moving to a new city for work. So I'm moving to Chicago this summer. I don't know a single person in Chicago. I've never been. Um, so I'm prepared to likely be spending a lot of time on my own and I'm comfortable with that so 
I figured that this is a habit I want to build up so that I keep it up while I'm in Chicago. Um, find something fun, a fun way to explore the city or a nice restaurant to take myself to at least once a week. This for a girl, I swear like this routine or this habit is so important because the there's so much power in learning how to enjoy spending time with yourself, learning how to enjoy your own company. You are the only person you're who you're stuck with for your entire life. You can't get out of your relationship with yourself. So you might as well make it the best relationship of your entire life and learning how to be content spending time on your own quietly with yourself on a Sunday night, drinking wine, reading a book or going on a walk or going to a coffee shop, hanging out alone is so important. Um, There's a lot of power. There's a lot to be said about not relying on other people to bring you happiness, not relying on the company of other people to help you have a good time. So if you're someone who struggles with um, getting antsy about spending time alone or you just don't enjoy spending time alone, you get bored, try this. Like take yourself out on a date once a week. Think of something fun that you want to do, somewhere you want to go, a coffee shop you want to try, a restaurant you've always loved to try, um, somewhere you want to go on a hike outside and just do it by yourself and learn to like get excited about spending time with yourself. It gives you so much power. Trust me, try it. Moving on to monthly routines. Most of my monthly things are are budget stuff. So at the end of each month, obviously I review my credit card statement. I pay it off immediately and I go over my budget for the month. Um, For anyone who's young and still does not have a credit card, this is something I highly recommend. It changed my life with how easy it makes to keep track of your spending. Um, I'm pretty careful with my budget. Not careful with my budget. Um, I'm not particularly frugal. I just like to keep track of everything. So I like to be aware of what I'm spending all of my expenses in terms of like house utilities, um, food, groceries, social spending, travel stuff, um, transportation, Uber. Oh my God, the amount I spend on Uber is ridiculous, but I like to be aware of it. So I do budget stuff at the end of each month. And then yearly, um, yearly are the big ones. So at the end of each year, I do a year in review reflection. I know most people at the end of each year just sit down and think about their resolutions or their goals for the upcoming year. But I think it's equally important to um, reflect on what you've accomplished in the year that has just finished. Because we never really realize how much we've accomplished until we sit down and take the time to think about it. So before thinking about my goals for the next year, I write down a list of all the things that I did in the year that has just ended, the things I accomplished, the chapters that have closed, things I'm proud of myself for, moments that I loved. Um, And then once I'm done that, I move on to journaling about what I want the upcoming year to look like and what my goals are in different areas of my life. This is also great because it gives you a benchmark for the next year to make sure that the goals you're setting are more ambitious than the previous year. Um, You always want to one-up yourself. Like There's nothing worse than setting the same goals year after year and not hitting any of them. So this makes sure that there are no repeats um, so that you don't get stuck. And usually I do goals in a few areas of my life. I do, well, I used to do school. Now I do career, um, investments, health, and then um, social and family life relationships, things like that. But 10 out of 10 recommend doing that. Think about what you're proud of yourself for. Um, That's everything. So 
again, we covered morning routine, evening routine, weekly, monthly, yearly. And this is just the surface. Like this is what I personally do. Um, but it is such a clear trend that anyone you talk to who is successful in any means of the world or who who's happy has routines. Like the majority of the people who are performing at a high level in their life have some sort of a morning routine they stick to nearly every day, an evening routine they stick to, um, and have habits that they keep up consistently, weekly, monthly, and yearly, because so much of the time consistency is the single quote unquote magic key to achieving your goals, um, is just being consistent and setting up the systems every day, week, month, year to accomplish what you want to. Um, we're running out of time, so I'm going to cut it there, but this has been a lot of fun. Um, I apologize for the poor audio quality. I promise it'll get better as I go, but thank you for tuning in with me and I'll talk to you next time.